Well, here's the thing. Oh, if you guys oh, like yeah. Lift God, you're going to love this song. Well, here's the thing. Born yeah. out of wedlock. Well, here's in the depths of Mordor. Give it up for Lift God's song. Welcome to listen. We out here MMA, not podcast, but show. Yeah, we talking things that you probably should not know. We taking things to places that you probably shouldn't go. What's the? Why would you time that out with the mic? Timing, but what's up? Don't make sure it. Eat into the mic, please. Ew, what's up? Just eat the what's up? Chicken wing linglings. Welcome to We Out Here MMA, not podcast, but show, but now podcast. We have an amazing show today. Um, we have some wonderful people here, as you can see to my top left, leaning into the camera, showing off his smooth face. He's eating healthier. He's being better. That's why he has no blemishes on his face. Give it up for my first husband, Alex Lifgott Acosta. Yo, what up, baby? You know we out here getting in money, filming and shit, filming and filming. And shout out to Alex for blurring his background, but you know for a fact behind that blur is a freaking dustpan and a broom in the back left corner. Oh, that's there we not go. even true, bro. Okay. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's a Tesla. My bad. Uh, uh, also, my other husband who just stuck his tongue out. He looks like he's 16. And one time, I don't know if this is true or not, just allegedly, he was dating his sister at 16. But that was also alleged. And with that face... I think he's telling the truth. Uh, give it up for my husband. My second one, Nick the Ear Don with that dimple on the left side. Get one on the right. And we have a special guest today. Um, he's been on the show once a month. Uh, it's become a regular thing. He's literally the reason why we live for MMA. He's the reason why we're all seeking love in our lives. He's the reason why, you know, we're even here to begin with. Like, he's kind of the guy he's the guy that created Man. mma he's the guy that some say is better than john jones he is he is <laughs> he really is give it up for our friend vincent vera aka grandmaster aka mexican martial arts i'll <laughs> oh, 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 lower that and, and this is why we- that's why i don't have good skin like alex Oh, that shit sounds so good right now, though. Blood, look at my hands. Look at my hands. <laughs> uh, seriously, I've I've seen that a bunch, but I didn't grow up eating Della Rosa. What is that stuff? Oh, tell you, can you guys tell me about that? It's like peanut. It's very good. It's very sweet. It's very delicious. Nick what do you, What would you? It's like what is it? What would you call it? Like what the, is it? The way I always describe it, it it's the Mexican Reese's Pieces. It's just like oh, it's almost like someone took like made a th- peanut butter into this shape and then like I-, I don't know do you have a better explanation alex like i'm eating it but i it's don't like even powder. know it's like Wait, is, it, I, is there something in the middle is there something in the middle of it or no Not no really, it just no. breaks apart it's like a disc it of melt, powder like the moment you open it mouth. it shatters mm. like you have to eat the whole thing like this hey so i'm gonna keep it a buck with you buck 50 all right you feel me Ooh, <laughs> give me that 250 after go ahead i've literally never had one of those I could have saw that coming, dude. I could have saw that coming. The buildup hey, was nice. This is, hey, this is what I eat. Okay. Protein <laughs> honey bear bites. Okay? Oh, what's the macros on that? That looks good. Um, so the macros, let me go ahead and read it for our viewers. Total fat, 3.5 grams. Cholesterol, oh, zero. Sodium, 190 per serving. Carbs, 17. Diuretic fibers, though, two. Oh. Sugars, only seven. Do this faster. Ooh. Protein, yeah. five grams. Take your, yeah, take your time. <laughs> oh, it's kind of dark in my good. room, so it's but, hard to read this shit. What are you eating? Alex, Dedos? how about the dedos, though? How about the dedos? dedos. I don't even know what that is. Bro, what is that? Bro, what is that? What's the de- <laughs> Dude, I, swear to, I swear to God, Nick, 
is like way more Latino than Alex. This oh okay. is like a little stick of chili. Oh, I'll eat oh. the fuck out that. This it's is you gotta pillow, find yo. it. You gotta find it. Uh, what's in the what's in the inside? Mm. What's in the inside of it? It's just more it's it's like a chili taffy. Bro, hey, oh, give me a damn. mango chili sucker. I'll eat a whole bag of those in one sitting. Oh, it's God, like one of those, that. but chewy. It's like the same Ooh. kind of flavor. Dude, tamarindo, uh, world. Just for people that are, are new to uh, the show and also knowing Alex, we're going to insert a video here. This is Alex eating a mango skin. It's a real thing. I've seen it. I haven't seen anyone else do it before. So and that's that video gone, blood. Oh, well, you took that out? You got reported? I don't know where the fuck it been. I think Nick has it. I texted it to him once. Oh, that's kind of hot. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> you guys do that kind of stuff? That's weird. A little bit. <laughs> I texted the part, too, where it's just me eating it all slow. Just like... All right, so Alex eats mango skin. Uh, we'll go with Nick. Nick, what's the weirdest thing, uh, kind of like food habit you do? Got anything? Uh, not that I can think of. I mean, I here's your. I guess here's your thing. Your thing is more like you do have these uh, phases of like, I'm really into this thing. It's like one day uh, Nick's like, oh, I love using almonds in food. And then like literally 24 hours later, he's like, I have a yakitori grill. And I paid $5,000 <laughs> for it. And this guy's fucking grilling Japanese meats from Japan on his front lawn. This guy gets into so. shit. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of my MO. This guy fucks. This guy fucks with his yakitori. Uh, Vincent, <laughs> what? Uh, you got any food habits you do that are probably odd or weird? Um, I eat like the the same way Alex eats um mangoes. I guess I eat lemons like that. I'll eat them with the peel, just like an apple. Ooh. I love lemons. I'll eat pickles. Like I'll eat four or five of them out of the jar. I'll drink the juice at the same time. Um. That's a real man right there. I'll I'll make hot Cheeto sandwiches where it doesn't even have Ooh. any kind of lunch meat. It's just Cheetos Ooh. inside. <laughs> um, I have a question for you, Vince. Yeah. When you, when you eat lemons, do you put salt on them and then eat them? Uh, oh. Most of I, I do, but I have to admit, like most of the time I don't because I'm just like in a hurry or I'm not just sitting there enjoying the whole thing. But like mm. if I have time, I, I'll use salt. I do like it with the salt. That's what my wife does all the time. Anytime there's a lemon around, she'll eat it full salt salt put salt on top of it and then just smash it it is amazing with salt i still remember this one time you know like you like you make cucumbers or fruit and like you put fucking lemon and salt and shit all over it right Mm -hmm. so one time we went out to the living room my dad called us and he was like oh he had bowls of like these uh all this chopped up shit right and so like normally he'll make like cucumbers or apples or some shit like that. So we start eating and I bite into it. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? And we're all eating it and we're all kind of just like, oh, this tastes really gross. So I told my dad, I'm like, dad, I don't know if these apples are good. He's like, oh, it's not an apple. It's a potato. <laughs> he literally has got a like Yo. a potato, peeled it and then cut it up and put lemon and salt all over it. Bro, and I was pretty should- fire. Alex to be the guy that's like, uh, yo, this watermelon is really good, Dad. No, man, that's a Twinkie. It's just like it has nothing to do with the actual thing. Was it a prank? Yeah. No, no, he was sitting there eating. He was building his YouTube shit. channel. Like, he was, he was like, yo, like, today I'm going to prank fuck? my sons with this potato prank. Oh, and that's man. what he did. That yeah, was the video. It. He was like, it's just as good as the other ones. I'm like, this is gross. And he made it a big ass bowl, too. And my, the way that my dad was is we had to finish eating what was ever on our plate or Same. Bowl, no matter what. So Damn. we had to sit there and fucking eat that shit till it was gone. And it was disgusting. Damn, man. Uh, yeah. Alex's dad was the original Mr. Beast. Shout out to Mr. Beast. <laughs> uh, I don't even think any weird. I eat shrimp heads, but I feel a lot of people do that. But I guess it's just weird here in America. Sometimes you eat a shrimp head with the shell on. Cause I know Nick does it. Salt and pepper shrimp, baby. Let's go. Racist. 
No, Nick, do you not? <laughs> See those eyes? Those 16-year-old eyeballs? Yeah, hey, he when does. we went to Crack and Crab, I was the only one that ate it it's with the head on, so... Okay, fine. Uh, all right, guys. That's what we called friendly banter. How we start a podcast just to get to know one another a little better, and for you guys to get us to get us to get us off to physically get us off sexually. Ooh, Should uh, I put that in the show notes? Yeah, put that. Get banter. us off friendly banter. Uh, we it's do have an amazing show. Show starts. We have an amazing show, guys. Uh, lots to talk about. We're gonna uh, recap uh, this past weekend's uh, fight night, dope fights on the main card. So many uh, good fights. We also got some interesting news developments. Uh, we're gonna talk about Alice's favorite thing is celebrity boxing because uh, <laughs> some shit's going down. Uh, also, I'm very excited to do some quick pick picks for UFC 269. It's gonna be barn burner, guys, and we're gonna talk about that. So let's start off with our fight recap. No cap. Uh, Aldo defeats Rob Font via unanimous decision. That was what I call a barn burner. How could you Amazing not be a fight. fan of that fight? Vincent, Amazing. I'm going to assume that you did watch this one before the show started. No, he was too busy doing cameos. How much are your cameos? Uh, they're, they're 20 bucks each. Um, I, I only keep 15. I guess that's the cut. They keep five bucks from each one. Yeah. So... But I uh, I did all also the night of the fight. I chose to watch uh, the Duke U fight, mm. and uh, <laughs> I forgot the guy who fought him, Bradley Bradley Martin or some shit. It was like yeah, Bradley was, Martin, uh, Bradley Martin, like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. something. It was like Chris Bradley or some some shit. <laughs> Chris Brown fought him. Whatever. <laughs> Bradley Brad. That was his fucking name, dude. All hey, right. Who so- won that fight? Yeah, who won? I didn't even know who the winner well, was. Well, the the judges said it was Bradley Brad, but I say it was Duke U. Uh, <laughs> Why? Why? I, look, I, I I say it all the time on my channel. I like the freak show. I don't know why all the haters come out and I want Duke U to die and he's another Frank Dukes and he's a phony. Let's stalk him and ruin his People life. Get so mad. They huh? get really worked up about mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, hey, I hope that he jumps up and flies and does like 10 backflips. And like, I want Bloodsport to be real. I, I want Jake Paul to keep fighting. I want crazy, entertaining WWF kind of stuff to happen. Uh, also, at- also, it's content for our friend Rob at McDojo. He needs that stuff. <laughs> exactly. It just makes, I mean, I know there's an aspect where people are like so passionate about the martial arts that they get mad at people like that. But then there's also the aspect like, hey, we need some kind of entertainment under that umbrella yes. as well. And I, I wanted to see him win. I wanted to see him do something crazy because I just felt like it would give people just like us something to talk about. But um, I don't know if you actually watched the fight. He Everyone thought he was going to get yeah. murdered in like the first 10 seconds. And he lasted the whole thing. The guy couldn't put him out. The guy was breathing heavy, tired him out. And then what I don't understand, Tony Ferguson, he, he wants to avoid punches. He'll roll all over the room. Oh, he's a ninja. Did you see that roll? Duke, you rolls and they make fun of him. How come Tony could do it? It's not fair. So I, I don't know. I don't understand. I was rooting for him because I thought it's just a good story. I like the underdog story, but uh, he lasted. Wow. That is uh, I guess we got a little sneak peek of your next video. I think it's I'm doing that be- tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That was uh that's gonna be 40 minutes of that. <laughs> well, I'm only doing shorts now. I'm only doing 60 second videos these oh, days. Oh <laughs> wow, you guys heard it here. Breaking news. Are you really only doing shorts, YouTube shorts? I, I'm that's my new plan. Every day uh this month, I'm doing a new video every single day, except Sundays. I'm like Hobby Lobby. So every single day I'm releasing a short or I'm just doing a stream, no crazy three-week editing for one video. And I'll see how that goes. You guys heard it here. Yeah. Good idea. We, can all, we can all like Nick Dunn for that. Nick requested that. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> you know who I want to see fight in one of these celebrity things? 
is this. Watch. Let me share. Let me share the the stream with you guys. <laughs> this guy right here, bro. I want to see this. Hold on, not this guy. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh guy, yeah. This see this oh guy. my god, I love I that love dude. I love this dude. Derb, uh, uh, Detroit urban <laughs> survival training. Yeah. Is that what it, what it is? That what it's called? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah imagine him just being down in the fucking ring, bro. Who beats him? <laughs> Nobody. Exactly. No one beats him, bro. Did you see that thing right before someone's about to kick you in the face and he just like puts his knuckles on his on your shin and you literally fly bro tell that me who beat him. that shit is tight honestly out of all of the uh like the phony instructors he's the best don't say one. that don't say that he's the best hey, actually hey this video <laughs> i, I put it under quotes though no. hey watch this video is actually funny as fuck watch because so basically he's here's he's showing what you're supposed to do when you get jumped right and then i this love this kid, shit watch i love how he <laughs> talks in the middle of it Watch, watch when this kid does this shit. (laughs) 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 The memes are so funny when he reaches for the gun, and then as soon as he reaches for the gun, he ends up in heaven. That's just so funny. (laughs) I love those, bro. Bro, can we give a shout out to him? What's his full name again? Let's give a shout. Let's get him on the show. Urban Survival Training. Dude, make your name longer, please. I also want to believe it's true, though. For that guy, I want to. I want to really believe that you could stop fucking bullets by just putting your finger over the the gun chamber or whatever you call it. Like, oh my I God. want that to be so real. Slick, bro. His hair. I wonder what gel he uses, dude. Because I'm trying that to Bluetooth? get some gel too, where my where my hair shit kind of looks like wet all day. You know what I'm saying? Oh <laughs> shit, wet, bro. Dude, he got that Kim K look, man. He's always. Hey, wet. You gotta bring that back, dude. Yeah. You gotta bring that back. Have your hair all wet and like a little Caesar with a little right, fade. But, sorry, my bad. My boy Rafaan. Well, but speaking about wet hair, there was a lot of wet hair to be had in this last fight. <laughs> you guys give me the worst segues, man. If I talk about wet hair, uh, but man, this was a, this was definitely a really good fight. Uh, I don't know if you can argue it wasn't. Uh, Rob was, you know, he had his game plan. He was actually kind of sticking to it, and then pop, pop, pop in your face. You go down uh, back and forth. But I think we can all agree that Jose basically was dominating that fight. I won't say dominating, but at least had the edge the whole time. Uh, and then he got that. I thought he was gonna get the sub in the end, but honestly. I don't know. They're both winners in life. Let's just say that. So let's just get right away to the matchmaker because I think this puts Jose Aldo in an interesting position. There's a lot happening in that division. So we'll start with my boy who eats protein snacks on the reg, Alex. Um, what, what do we do the, with Jose Aldo, my friend? The fight that he called for, TJ Gillishaw. I think that's the fight. He just fought. He'll need time to rest. They're saying that TJ Dillashaw should be ready by March. You know, these guys still have to fight for the title, Peter Yan and Alderman Sterling. So let him fight him. And I think that's a good fight. You know, Jose Aldo looked good. Rob Font looked really good, too. I thought the fight was pretty close. Uh, Jose Aldo just had, you know, those moments where he had the power shots that actually oh, yeah. did a lot of damage. Um, but, dude, his cardio still scares me because he still looked exhausted. Tired. He looked yeah. tired. And what's crazy to me is he, when he grappled, right, in the fourth round, I was like, oh, okay, cool. He's trying to probably just like, you know, tire out Rob Font. And he was on top control the whole time. He got up and he looked exhausted, right? So then the fifth round comes and then he does it again. And then DC and all of them are like, oh, look, he's trying to rest. I was like, that would make sense if like last time when he was on top control, he got up and he was rested, but he wasn't. And then he got up again and he was really tired. So 
I, I like I said this before. I think Jose Aldo can be the champ at this division. He just has to get his cardio better. He was beating Jan, and then his gas tank just went, and Jan beat him. So, um, I would like to see him against TJ. But that fight, man, he's gonna need his gas tank because TJ is a dog, and he will go over and over and over again. So, but I was excited. I thought Jose Aldo was gonna win. I really liked Rob Font, and Nick said I was stupid. And they did say that. Look at me now, mom. Look at me now. Look at me now. Uh, Vincent, we'll go to you. Uh, Jose Aldo now on a three-fight win streak. Got uh, kind of close to a title shot again at 135. Can he do it, first question? And then second, uh, who, do you, who would you like in this uh, fight next? It's holiday season, and you don't know what to get for a gift as a stocking stuffer. Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools guaranteed you win this year's stocking stuffer or ride elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. That's 8 million balls, okay? If my math is correct, like I just said, it's 8 million balls. <laughs> get 20% off and free shipping with the code at manscaped.com with the code WEOUTHERE. Actually, fun fact, uh, 8 million balls is what they used to call my dad back in the Philippines. You know what Speaking of my father, uh, I was thinking about, like, what should I get him for Christmas? He's one of those guys that are, it's kind of hard to get stuff for. Like, I'll get something like a stupid coffee mug or something. It's always like, cool, thanks. But <laughs> I did get my dad something from Manscaped not too long ago, and he actually fucking used it. I think he got the lawnmower 4.0. Mm-hmm. for this christmas i'm actually going to send him some of the like their conditioners or shampoo and stuff because you know what i know he's going to use it because manscape are the kind of products that don't just sit on the shelf we actually use it so mm-hmm. um yeah i'm gonna buy that for my dad perfect well these are our picks for manscapes surefire win stocking stuffers number one is the manscape two-in-one shampoo and conditioner Smells delicious. We love it. My wife loves it. Just launched. Killed two birds with one stone. And the Manscaped Cologne-Infused Body Wash. These are some of our favorite things. I think you guys should get them and gift it to your loved ones. Or fathers. Or fathers, yeah. Yeah. So get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code WEOUTHERE. Be Mm. the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped, baby. Eight million, mm-hmm. Eight million balls. Eight million balls. Let's go. Back to the show. Gil's dad. Um, well, I, I feel like I would be uh, doing a disservice to the MMA community if I didn't first say that <sighs> Jose Aldo and all his people need to stop disrespecting the GOAT. And Whoa. they need to know who is the most dominant. And um, No more one, brother. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, say it again. They call me. Do- Oh, and the strawberries. <laughs> Say it again. Then hooker, boy coming, smash you. What? <laughs> you never heard Hasbula say that when Islam was gonna fight uh, Dan Hooker. He's like, Dan Hooker, Islam smash you. Oh, I was trying to figure out the whole like the with the strawberry like this. Bro, Nick, you better send this fool some memes of Hasbula eating strawberries. This guy, this guy doesn't research needs- Hasbula. Oh wow, I didn't know. Okay, I'm out of the loop. All right. But yeah, I agree with you, uh, Vincent. Come on, Vince. <laughs> Alex, pull, uh, pull up something for him while we're talking. All right. Um, man, I'm looking at. I, I feel like he could beat everyone above him. You, you said last time they update the rankings on Tuesdays, huh? Because I'm wondering why yeah. Aldo's still behind Font. Okay. Um, I'm thinking the only one he has trouble with, uh, besides Sanhagen, Dillashaw. I can't even believe Sterling's still up there. I think Peter <laughs> Yan. I don't. I don't think he could beat Peter Yan. 
Mm. So, I mean, give him Dillashaw. That's, oh my gosh. <laughs> how do you not know this, bro? Brada, brada, how do you not know this? Well, I'm like bro. never, ever, ever on social media. I post stuff and then I get off. Bro, his strawberry it looks like a big ass <laughs> hamburger in his hand. Well, I didn't even realize how big it is. He's a world master, brother. <laughs> um, I think he could clear out everyone above him except uh, Peter Yan. So, uh, I mean, it's it's sad because he's a legend and everything. And and the thing with Connor was a fluke because uh, Connor just went, you know, he did nothing ever again in his career after that worth mentioning. But I think <laughs> that uh, I think that Jose Aldo is going to just be the bridesmaid. He's always going to be second best. So he's going to be behind damn. Yan. Damn, 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 damn. Uh, Nick, uh, other than the top five, let's say, uh, is there a possibility that Cheeto Vera gets a rematch. I mean, Cheeto out there yapping, yapping on Twitter. What do you make of this fool? Or is he smart? What do you think, Nick? What do you well, think about your you boy know, Cheeto? He has, he has to call him out, right? He's sitting at uh, number 11. <laughs> yeah, get a, get a read all the way down. He's sitting like, at because uh, Nick acid, You would even make that suggestion that Cheeto Vera fights him. Nick wanted to slap you across your face. <laughs> You mean the guy also, who the guy who put that in the notes? Read the damn notes, Alex. God. <laughs> There's also another guy named Marlin in the top ten of in Ooh, yeah. bantamweight, so that's that's pretty rare. Um, but I uh, nah, no way. I think he lost to him. It was pretty decisive. Yeah, it was only three rounds, and I guess that's the angle he has to go for. But I get it. I get he has to he has to call this shit out. But um, I think he had. I think TJ is a good fight for him. That's a really fun fight. And we get to see a little like the storyline of Hen and Burrell, former teammate against TJ. I think that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, like it's either that or the next title shot, because I feel like beating Rob Font is a pretty good, uh, good litmus test. Pretty good. Well, it's a pretty good title eliminator because Rob Font was probably up in line to fight for the title. Corey Sanhagen. I would have liked Corey and Rob to fight, but what since, about Corey, uh, Corey and fought, Jose? Cor- that, that's also very good, too. Yeah. Um, I think Jose with anybody is in the top five. Is You could mix any of those guys up. But, yeah, I just feel like it's 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 all bad matchups for him unless he fights for the – even the title is, the, is a bad matchup. Right, as far as his conditioning, because conditioning is going to be a problem. But I, th- I think uh, Aljamain, he, I think he kind of wants to fight Aldo. He's like, yeah, I'll fight Aldo. He was like talking about it a little bit, and it's like, come on, dude, he's not gonna. <laughs> Ooh, look at him, <laughs> come on, dude. I used to be a big fan of of AJ too, but now I just want him to go away. Me too. Damn, remember when you <laughs> used to call him the man. Funk Master, and I don't even call him the Funk Master anymore. You really, you really don't like him anymore. Hey, they know. I, I was over here talking about how he was gonna be the champ for a long dude, time. Dude, Alex, dude, love. Kept, my boy, my boy, from my boy. And now it's just like <laughs> you can come back and win this fight. I'll, I'll be back on that train. But the way that he looked in that last fight, I just can't see it. And then how he, he was acting and shit, I'm just like, bruh. Okay, how, Alex, how about this? Uh, your take on this, Jose Aldo or Aljamain Sterling, who has worse cardio? You know what? If Aljo's cardio didn't look good in that Peter Young fight, so um, I'd say go ba- going based off of damage, right? I think Jose Aldo obviously can put a lot more damage on Aljamain. Um, and Aljo, or uh, what's the name? Jose has good grappling, bro. Like he's yeah, strong, fourth round, big dude. Yeah, I mean, so it's like he's a he's. I think he's gonna be bigger. He doesn't look. 
like huge to me at Bantamweight. I thought he would look a lot bigger than these guys. But also Rob Fun is just a big Bantamweight. So they looked pretty similar in size. Did you think me. they looked similar to me? I thought they, he looked way bigger for some reason. Than Rob Font? Yeah. Oh, did yeah, you guys, did anybody know. else look, see that, feel that way? Or was it yeah, You know what? When you're, when you're saying that though, Nick, when I remember when we watched Rob Font against Cody, Rob Font looked he huge. He looked big. Bro, bro I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I was kind of just like, oh, he looks small now. But That's why Cody's going to 125 though. Yeah. And Co I've seen Cody in person. He's, he's like a pretty tall bantamweight. Like he's, I feel like five eight is kind of tall for bantamweight. Yeah. What did you see him shredded right now too? Do you guys see the pictures Kobate. of him? <laughs> in the corner, Cody got a big ass head. He's kind of like tall, but his head is big, bro. Dude, it would have been cool if you said he's got a big ass dick. That would have been cool got, if you said that. Or if I said he got a big ass. Ooh, Cody Garbrandt got a fat old cheeks on him, dude. He got some but did, hey, did you guys <laughs> got did you guys see the picture of Cody cheeks. that he posted? He's he looks shredded, up. yo. Yeah, he looks shredded. He has veins but what about that like above his wiener area, whatever that's called? All right, guys. What, what about this his is good. All right. All right. Moving on. Next <laughs> fight. This was this next fight was dope. Uh I think we've been saying his name wrong. We've been saying Rafael or Rafael Fiziev, but it's Dog, someone, this isn't fight. it Rafael Fizev? Is it Fizev? Fizev. Bro, wheel kick as Brad Riddell was circling. Popped him in the head, knocked out on his feet. Uh, that was amazing. What do you guys think, Vince? Amazing. Um, I <clears throat> I didn't watch the fight. Nick, Vince, you're amazing. <laughs> Vince, that's you don't need to see the fight. You don't need to see the fight. Just know that it was amazing. Oh, uh, uh, you, sh you should watch it. You should watch it. Uh, uh, that fight Nick. that that might be one of the best stand up pure kickboxing fights in, in MMA history. Like that might be one of the top mm -hmm. five. Time, of all time sure. in my book like like the way those guys it was so high stakes every exchange like you're kind of on the edge of your seat waiting yep. for something to happen because all those exchanges i think lesser men would have been knocked out yep like, like they both exchanged with hooks like uh like every time they would dip and would throw at the same time crack each other i get nervous nothing would happen They're dude i got so nervous God, yeah and it was so it was so even the whole way through, very technical, very tactical. And then the way Fizev found that one mistake, he counted on it. He said he was looking for it in camp. And he said, Oh, if I know he circles this way, I could throw this. He did it. He executed it. He KO'd him. The way he KO'd him was crazy. The way he kind of like stopped and yeah. kind of like malfunctioned. Nuts. But Raphael, dude, is a fucking animal. And then after the fight, he calls out Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Bro, the call-outs are the oh, best right now. What he had Hasbula last time, and then Bro. now Vince Vaughn. You see the production Dude. they put a, a, a behind the Hasbula call-out? UFC literally yeah, made a whole lit. post about him Dude. and Hasbula about to fight each other. They have, like, at the end, the best part. They try to make it creepy, and you just hear with a bunch of, like, reverb and echo, Hasbula's little laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, they really went all out for this shit. He's a star, bro. Dana White was talking about how he said the biggest post he's done so far was him talking with Hasbula. Bro. They he said that got like 9 million it. likes. So he was like, dude, my shit blew up. The UFC's page blew up. So he said, hey, let's let's make this go. Bro, let's make gonna, this Hasbula thing go. Yeah, he's going to be part of UFC somehow, some way. But uh, dude, that, oh, sorry, good. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, you say he's gonna be a ring girl or what? No, I was just gonna talk about the fight. 
Oh, I was gonna say, well, really quick, the Vince Vaughn thing. That's so smart because you already know what they did with Hasbula. They're gonna do a whole promo cut with Vince Vaughn now. He's gonna be at the fight. He's gonna do a whole thing. They'll do like they'll cut wedding crashers, especially because like, Vince was like, "Yeah, let's no go." Way, yeah, it's gonna be no well. Um, but yeah, Alex, what were your thoughts on uh, the fight? They both look really good. It's just yeah, that uh, so good. Brad yeah, looked they, amazing. I thought they both looked good. I don't know about y'all. And I talked to the guys at the shop the next day, but I had uh, Raphael winning the whole fight. Like I thought he won. Oh, I think so. He had the edge on every round. Too. Yeah. Um. And uh, but I don't. It was good, bro. And I was nervous every every exchange, bro. Like every exchange, you're just like, oh shit, because you just see them swinging like crazy. And then I was watching the fights with my mom and my grandma because my grandma was in town. We were watching them, and I told them I was like, all right, so this guy, I was like, this fight, you guys are probably gonna think is a little boring just because it's they're so good at striking that these guys just can't go in and just fucking be reckless right i was like it's gonna be a chess match the whole fight which it was but man the exchanges they had everything they had was so good and then dude just because he threw that spinning back kick multiple times throughout the fight and then like when nick said he just knew like at one point all right he's exiting and he's gonna exit straight into this kick and man it's just the body language and then like it kind of looked like he was like I'm done. You yeah, guys, you noticed that, right? Yeah, he yeah, kinda, yeah. He was like, "Uh, I'm, I'm good." But man, that shit was fucking wild, bro. It was good. Dude, I'm excited. Yeah. And hit, sorry, one more thing that uh looked good was the takedown defense. When Brad Riddell went in for that shot, mm-hmm. the the speed of the fucking sprawl that he did, and how fast he got up because Brad Riddell is a strong guy and he has decent grappling. I was like, bro, Fazez is going to be a problem. We need to see him fight like a better wrestler. But, man, he's – obviously, we know he has his striking down. So, let, let's jump into that really quick. Uh, I'm going to go to you, Vince. I know you didn't get to see the fight. Please watch it. It's dope. But just from what you've heard us say, you've probably seen Fazez uh, fight before. Based on the rankings, who would you like him to match up with? So, you got a stand-up guy, right? He just won. Uh, what, would it, what would excite you? You want to give him – should we just let him take out CKB, give him Dan Hooker? Do we want to see him top, definitely top 10? Um, or we can give him Conor McGregor since you hate him so much. Uh, so take, I'm, try, I'm trying to find him. What's, oh, he's, he's ranked now. Yeah, he's yeah. 14, but he looks good. Oh, man. Um, I oh, probably Dan Hooker. Yeah. <laughs> Let him clean out CKB. <laughs> well, yeah, I think there's a lot of people who are are Dan Hooker fans who would still be riding with him on this mm-hmm. one and who would think this would be a little bump for him to just buy him some more time. And then there's a lot of uh, Fuzea fans who are going to be like, this is the perfect name to take out on the way. Yep. He's becoming like what uh, Darren Till is. He's just that guy you just beat to sound better now. He's just a name. Oh, at this point. That's, a, that's a pretty good point. He's a stepping so, stone. Hey, but yeah. Dan said he's going to 45, though, remember? Oh, that's true. Oh, I just uh, saw his name there. I guess they just... Yeah, 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 yeah right. I think Dan Hooker's actually going to start trying to fight at... Uh, he made this post. He posted a thing. He made 145 pounds just by himself. And he said he did it just because his team doesn't want him to fight at 145 because mm. they didn't think he can make the weight. So he to prove his whole team wrong, he went and made 145 by himself. And he said this, that he felt fine. So this this guy's wild, dude. Um, Alex, what do you think? Who do we give uh, our new favorite fighter? Yeah. Honestly, like, so what I was saying, right, I, I, I want to see him fight a wrestler. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think if we can see him fight a good grappler, I mean, obviously, because, right, Islam's going to be the champ here soon. 
Like once Islam gets that title fight after he beats the Benil, it's going to be champ. And then that's the thing that you got to look forward to is that wrestling. I think we have someone in their wings who's a really good wrestler who everybody used to say was the guy that can dethrone Habib. And his name is Michael. Oh, (laughs) Michael. If you say Michael Chandler one more time, you know that boy done. He ain't ever going to eat Michael. Oh, okay. Gregor Gillespie. (laughs) Gillespie. That's a good name, too. Yeah. Gregor. Not, Not the not the sexiest name, but it's a fight that makes sense. I think for it him is. right now. And you know, his you know, his nickname is the gift, and you know, he's gonna get a gift, and it's called the fucking spinning wheel kick to his head because Rafael Vizaz, bro. And uh, Vince, I'm surprised you don't know him. He wears cool hats like Habib, too. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you mean Fizaev? Yeah. Oh, wears, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, he wears the cool like Russian hats because he's Russian and has yeah, the best calls. All right, yeah. So let's like uh let's close up that's just one shout out so we can move on to the morning news. Uh, Clay Guida, dude, uh, he's old. We thought he didn't have it in him. He pulled it out with a rear naked choke. Shout out to Clay Guida. The OG's still keeping it going. Also, our fighter, um, I think we all had him uh, winning. Maybe we were talking about um, Jamal Hill, but Jamahal oh, yeah. is his real name because he just slapped that boy silly with a lead right hook, Bro. a.k.a. Alex's favorite punch when he wants to break my wrist during mitts. Hey, Jimmy Cruto is no joke, bro, and he put his ass to sleep fast, dude. dude no so, Jamahal. Also, Jamahal still just the worst <laughs> tattoos I've ever seen before. It looks but better I'm a huge the last fan, fight, bro. though. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I, I like him. I really think if he fights Paul Craig again, I mean, I feel like Jimmy Crute was a is a harder challenge than Paul Craig, and he put Jimmy Crute to fucking sleep, bro. So I'm a big fan of Jamal Hill. I, I hope he can uh, keep winning because, dude, he called out Paulo Costa. Imagine him at 205 and him and Paulo Costa, bro. That's mm. a fight, dude. Who wins that fight? Jamahal, baby. Let's go. I don't know. Dude, bro, I think Jamal Jamahal knocks <laughs> – the fucking eyebrows off Paulo Costa. Yeah, he's long, bro. He has a reach, dude. And he's fast. And he's hood, bro. He has that. All right, so he's left-handed, right? He fights Southpaw, and he has, like, that hood stance. And he even threw a hood hook, bro. Hey, that's a hood hook that he threw, bro. And I bet you anything, he's not even he's not even left-handed. I bet you anything, he's right-handed, but he's so hood that he fights with his right hand in front of him. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, I would love to see him just be champ. Imagine that shit. At the end, he's like, dope, dope. you know what he did, baby? Like, he was going off. I was like, that's my guy right there, bro. All Jeez. right. All right. Enough flowers for Jemma Hall. We all want to fuck him. Hit us up, bro. We're down to do it. Uh, <laughs> all three of us. All four. Maybe Vincent. I don't know. Maybe he's into it. Maybe he's not. Uh, all right, guys. Let's get into our We Out Here morning the longest sound by oh you shortened i keep forgetting uh let's get through some of these uh news stories guys uh first one john jones blast uh winkle john for being a hypocrite and is handling a banning jones from the gym uh nick why don't you fill us in and some of the the back and forth exchanges and some of the stuff that was said all john jones pretty much said was that John Winklejohn had a uh, John Winklejohn. John Winklejohn. <laughs> John names, Valjean. Guys. Anyways, John Valjean. Uh, he had a, one of his teammates was a fucking uh, convicted rapist, apparently, and he was letting him train at the gym. This is what John Jones was saying. Don't know if this is true. He's referring to Michelle just- Watterson. Continue. Yeah, no, I wonder who he's talking about. Holly Holm. 
Duh. Nah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wonder, but at the same time, it's uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, I don't even know what to think about John Jones anymore. Like they tried to this... make a clean break and it was, it's not Uh, Vince. I know you got the things to say, hit us with it. Um, I, uh, <laughs> see, nobody knows what to say about John Jones. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. I, I like, I'm a big, uh, triple C fan. So seeing John Jones over there with him has got me kind of like <laughs> torn up. Cause it's like, I don't know how to feel. I don't know who to root for. Cause I, I want to root for Henry Cejudo and be on his side. And, um, now they're like buddies and I, I'm, I've never really known, uh, or have any kind of, you know, a special like to like I, I I like AKA a lot and I'm like uh, a big fan of like the the atmosphere and the culture and everything they have over there I like um uh their coach Javier I think he's a cool guy but like the Albuquerque guys it's always just like eh, I don't know so like <laughs> I just I I keep hearing about the story and I'm just like I, I'm not interested enough to care about like I mean it's hard enough to keep up with the fighters I'm like I don't have the energy to think about their coaches now um uh, I, I just think the guys like dude this is your you stuck with him through all the stupid stuff that he did, all the embarrassing things, um, illegal things, putting people's lives in danger for years now. And um, I, I just don't know what they're thinking. Like they, they just, they get rid of fighters and, and then you hear the stories. I don't know if they're true that they're always letting like a ton of non-fighters in if they pay the right price. And it just feels like they're like diluting, diluting their school and kind of not keeping it like a real, um, are you we trying to say they're anymore. a? Are you trying to say they're a McDojo? <laughs> According to what their own fighters, or I guess past fighters, have said, it sounds like they're just like opening the door. If you have the right money, come in. And then people like Cowboy and Diego were like, "I'm not even getting time anymore because this guy's paying this amount, and they're just training him now." He's like, "I got a fight coming up on a card," so uh, they just sound like they've been like unfocused for years now. I don't know. Yeah. Also, Vince said he's a fan of Michael John. Big I, I, I don't like John Jones going with Cejudo because I think Cejudo is going to make him better. And I don't want John Jones to go in and look good. There we go. There's the hot take, guys. <laughs> take all that in. That's going to be a post. And we're going to tag everyone involved in this question. Uh, second piece of news, guys. Uh, we're going to get to Alex for his take first because he's going to love this. Jake Paul is now going to fight. Tyron Woodley in a rematch due to Tommy Fury withdrawing from the fight. Uh, Woodley got his uh, his wish. He got he got the tattoo. He's gonna find him again. Um, Alex, you wanna hit us with a song really quick about the drop top? I don't give a motherfuck no. I don't give a motherfuck no fuck Jake Paul. I don't give a fuck about this fight. Fuck T Wood. I'm just joking. He kind of cool, but fuck this fight. I don't give a fuck about this fight. Fuck this fight. I don't give a fuck about this fight. What do you? <laughs> What's that? What was T Wood's song? It was like riding in my car with the top. Um, there you guys have it. I completely forgot what you were referencing until you brought it Dude, up. Dude, are you kidding me? The number one song in the country? You don't remember that? I don't know. I don't remember the song. I don't know. Hasbula eats strawberries. I'm like, <laughs> that's your Bro, biggest offense. Knowing Hasbula eats strawberries, <laughs> I was kind the, of like, that was wild. That's some wild. You're about shit. to end this Zoom call, dude. Dude, your, your kids, your kids texted me and like, I don't love my father anymore after that. <laughs> crazy. If, if, it's like, like, if it's not regarding the video, I'll tell the truth. I don't play volleyball. 
<laughs> guys, my dad keeps telling that you guys that I play volleyball. I don't. I don't. Oh, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Vince, you want to? That was Alice's take. I think we all, a lot of people probably agree with that. Uh, what do you make of this? I know you do like the celebrity stuff, it keeps it entertaining, keeps it fun. Um, are you kind of interested in this? Or are you kind of like over it? Oh, very, very. I love it. Um, uh, so I just made a video about it today. Um, I think it's, uh, I actually did think this for a moment, like in the videos, I have fun with these ideas or whatever and, and overdo it a little bit. But I thought it was funny that Connor keeps posting and posting these photos where he's way thicker now. And he, dude, he looks like he's on roids, bro. Yeah. And he made sure to, to put in his caption that he's 190 right now. And I thought that's very interesting because who else is 190? Jake Paul. He's trying to get that money because he can't fight Poirier again. That's not going to go well for his legacy. For His kids are going to get picked on regarding that fight. Like people are going to be talking about that forever, especially if he goes back into it. His mm-hmm. best bet is to beef up and be like, oh, Poirier's a punk. He's a little twig now. I'm too strong for him. And just like, mm-hmm try to go that path and then people might be like yeah I, I think he is too strong for him he's right there's a there's enough connor fans still to take on that mentality so he could get way way bigger he can go on to fight a bigger name because i know people in the mma community don't want to hear that but if we're talking about like general life more people know the name jake paul than dustin poirier so it's a bigger name he's gonna look bigger and have that angle where he thinks he's too big for him now um Jake Paul's always he's been chasing him forever. He's he's needed an opponent. He backed out. Uh, I I am a little surprised he took uh, Tyron Woodley again. Uh, on one hand, it, it makes sense because there's a lot of people, a lot of people like there would that would never happen again. It was a fluke. If he gets another chance, he'll destroy him, and that's a perfect opportunity for Jake Paul something he hasn't done yet to go, oh, yeah? Because he's already done that. Oh, yeah, you don't think I can beat an athlete? Oh, yeah, you don't think I can beat a fighter? Oh, well, now he can beat him twice uh, in a dominant way. He's saying he's going to knock him out. He's saying he's going to offer him five, uh, 500000 if he knocks him out. Uh, he's just raising the stakes. So um, I've, I'm probably more excited for this fight than I was for, for Gaethje Chandler. Than I was for. All right, all right. Our- all right <laughs> I've never heard someone so into this fight. I was like, shit, this guy can go forty minutes about this fight. Look at him. I Look just, he's smiling. He's smiling so much right now. I Alex just bought crying. a car with no roof. I bought a car with no roof. I almost say is this: if Tyron Woodley drops another fucking song before another fucking fight, especially this one, he's never winning a fight again. His curse right now is he drops a fu- he drops a fucking song before every fight after the fucking Kamal or starting with the Kamal fight and he never fucking wins a fight. He needs to stop focusing on the music because Loki, you know, we can wait. We don't need it right now. I promise. Like you know, ain't really doing anything for us. You feel me? So it's like we can wait. You know, your fans ain't you know dying for it. So just like focus on training. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Yeah, I'm man, over man, here dude. dying for it. Okay. Nick wants it, bro. All right. Speak for yourself, yo. Next one, he's like, I hopped in a car with a roof. I hopped in a car <laughs> with, a roof, with a roof. I hopped in a boat on some water. I hopped, he's going to go through every transportation. <laughs> I, I rode a bike with no handles. I rode a bike with no handles. Like, what the fuck, man? Relax. Um, all right, guys. Move on to our final news story. Connor blasts Habib on Twitter for comments to be made about Jose Aldo. It looks like the UFC 194 boys are teaming up against your guy, 
Habib. Uh, I've also heard this, um, I guess, like observations from some other fighters saying like, Habib, like, what are you doing? Stop, stop being on the internet so much now. You bored? So Nick, we'll start with you first. What is your take on all this? Uh, Connor defending his brother in arms, Jose Aldo. That's the only thing he could say. The only okay, I'll say this. The only reason why Connor is defending Aldo is because Aldo said something very nice about him first. Yes, true. <laughs> That's the only reason why. And then the only thing that he could piggyback off of is Aldo being Rob Font, which he did look amazing. He looked great. But I feel like with even as good of a performance that Jose Aldo had, there's still a lot of question marks whether he's going to be able to be champ again and repeat that whole run that he had like at 145 right his his most prolific his most successful run was him defending his title like 10 times it feels like at 145 nothing ever is going to match up to that run especially at bantamweight at the older age at this new weight class so in a way habib is right i think i think people give habib a lot of trash about um how he's talking on the internet and he's saying a lot of crazy stuff some of it might be out of pocket, but I feel like that take on Jose Aldo, even though it wasn't very popular, I do feel like it was more truth than not. I just feel like it, like it makes, I saw a picture today, right? And it's like you, uh, UFC title fights. And it was like Jose Aldo had like 11 or 12 that just title fights and then three more in the WC. But then it said Habib total UFC fights, thirteen. So they're like, how can how can they not, how can they say that he's not the goat and Habib? Is, you feel me? But is the goat based off title wins or is it based off career resume and like legacy as a whole? Yeah, I know. But I mean, Jose does have a pretty good fucking resume. For sure, he too. does. For sure, he does. You know? And for sure, yeah. But as far as like, I don't. I don't think there's many guys you can compare to habib's run against the guys he fought and the way he beat them i think that's the biggest thing and it's not like jose wasn't prolific and he wasn't he didn't have an amazing legacy but at the same time there's just certain things as fight fans it's a problem in the sport but it does make people fickle because of the losses i think i think the losses that jose has had kind of in a way I don't want to say downplays like his legacy, but I think it hurts his legacy in a way. I think that's just from the general public, how they see it. I'm I'm going to agree with. Gil, Gil, we can't hear you, Gil. I didn't say anything. Go go. ahead. I'm going to say all I'm going to say is I agree with Nick because he said prolific and frickle, and I've never heard those words before. So frickle or fickle? Did you say fickle? He said fickle, but frickle's fine too. Uh, I'll Vincent, take fickle. Vincent, what do you uh, make of this? And uh, people talking about uh, Habib being a keyboard warrior. He's on the internet too much, and also just you know Connor just inserting himself into something because he never does that hey, ever. Bring it out again, man. Bring it out again, man. In the cupboard, All right. in the cupboard. <laughs> well, hey, out of those two fighters, who do you think would drive in a car with no roof? No roof. And Tyron Fire. Woodley's out of town. Okay, he's out of town. <laughs> So, it's Tyron so, Willie's car. Car. He's, he's out, of out, town. out of town. But which one of those fighters would drive it? I think I have to say Khabib. 
it's 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 been making me really sad lately i heard uh i for, always forget his last name eugene something uh oh he talked about this shit yeah he was talking about it and as i was reading it i was like man i feel like he's articulating kind of what i've been feeling in the back of my mind and it's like mm. that's the thing that we all loved about khabib you're not gonna hear a peep from him all he's doing is fighting flying out of cages taking showers with 15 dudes that's all he's gonna do <laughs> and i've come to love him for that like we know what to expect he's he's just you know stoic he comes to handle business but you know i'm on he's bored I'm online dude. now yeah he's and he's bored. just He's, I mean, he's saying things that's actually making people say, maybe it's Ali. That's bad. Because yeah. <laughs> Ali says some dumb stuff. And he, it's like, I see the stuff and I'm like, man, don't be one of those guys. This is what we loved about you. Don't Exactly. Don't. And I just want him to tone it down a little bit. It's breaking my heart. It's like, don't go in that direction. And Vince, I don't know. You're going to give me your fucking hat right now, dude. <laughs> if you keep this shit up. It's okay? making me sad. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to be mad at Kabi, but it's like, Can I make a point. Can I make a point yes. before you finish your, 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 your take? But show us your page first. Because- I think the only reason why he's talking all this shit is because he's vouching for his boy Islam. I think that's the only reason why he's talking anything. Has and a lot of the times, too. What do you mean? Has he done this before? In what way? Like, while he was a fighter, was he doing this shit, too? Yeah. Do you guys well, know? Yeah, he's been talking shit. Russia, like this. 100 million. Italy, or whatever the fuck he said. Italy, uh, Ireland. <laughs> 10 million. 10 million. <laughs> I want to smash this one chicken because it's the easiest fight in lightweight division. But see, like okay, that, look. those are cutting promos. Like I've never seen them on the internet this much. Because look, you, the other side of it too is a lot of these news articles, they take snippets from interviews that he has in Russia where they ask uh, him very small things and then go. people turn it into news. Mainstream and then, media. And then, because Habib, bro, Habib gets clicks. Anytime Habib is in the news, he gets clicks on MMA sites. Hasbulla gets Conor McGregor, clicks, Conor McGregor as well. Anytime he says anything about anything, it gets clicks. So people want to click on these things. So the MMA journalists, what they do is they just kind of make these little snippets and they make these clips about Habib having a very strong opinion on ring card girls. But it's taking way out of context from which the uh, interview came from. You know, so I think that's another side of it because people do propagate th- these topics into the media and then it becomes a whole uh, talking point that Connor says or some shit. Propagate, yeah, well, bro. Nick sound- the fucking word, bro. I don't even know if I used. No, it literally took a, you literally took a talking point from Joe Rogan. Now, also, now Nick loves do- CNN. It's his favorite news station. He Next loves week. CNN. Next week on the show, we're going to have Vincent back and we're going to have Habib on and he's just going to express his feelings about this. You know, bro, Vince, how could you say you got to defend our boy, dude? Vince tells the truth. He's being honest and he has a great smile. I'm on on the fence right here because I'm I'm a cornered. I'm an MMA truther. 
and I don't. <laughs> want to that's, yeah, that's my brand. Check so out his like, new channel. His new channel, MMA Truther. But Vince, you also you also defended DKU, dog. That fool. That was weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Bro. You're not an MMA Truther, was, man. What's wrong? With he you? wasn't losing that. He wasn't winning that fight ever, bro. He's I crazy. have to. That's one of the reasons I want to make a video <laughs> on him tomorrow because I want to clear up. You know, I I got a little over emotional during that. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. All right, guys, let's get to our quick pick. Picks with Lifka, Nick the Ear, and the Grandmaster. Uh, UFC 269. This is a stacked card from top to bottom, even the prelims. So let's get through it quick so we can give some people some juicy picks. Uh, we'll start with our lightweight main event, Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Diamond Poirier. We'll start with our guest because I know he has a lot to say. Do you like this or do you like hot sauce? Go. Um. Before I get to that, I have to clear something up. I, I said in the last, I have to rescind something. The last time I was on here, <laughs> I said that Makachev was good. I had to, I, I was uncomfortable about it and I, I didn't feel good. I, I had to go with Makachev over Dariush. And I, I'm taking it back. Benil's going to smash him. <laughs> taking it back. Like, hey, we'll get to that. I like that take. Uh, but um, I have to go with Poirier. Uh, Oliver has been my guy for the longest time in an alternate universe. I mean, I'd still be rooting for him. I don't hate him or anything like that, but the the guy sold out and it makes me sad. And I'm not, I'm not going to like champion that. I I said it last time. I think I worded it the exact same way. Every single minute leading up to the fight, we got Poirier in the gym, putting in work and we got Oliver a men's warehouse. His priorities are completely out of whack. All he cares about now are his looks and I think he, I think he went full. What was it, Rocky Three, when he's just like all cars and sports coats and just like flash and glitz and yeah, glamour. Man. And Poirier, he's still walking in the venue with his jeans on, with his boot cut. With his yeah. boot cut, he has yeah. boot cut, the ugliest style for men in 2021. <laughs> exactly, uh, Dustin. So yeah, I got to go with the blue collar wow. guy. Wow. There there Al, oh, okay. Nick, Look, he mad, got, bro. Look at his yeah, he's mad. <laughs> and him, he's not gonna have. He doesn't want to be friends with Vince anymore. Nick, do you got? Or you got hot sauce? <laughs> I don't know what that motion was. Hot sauce. <laughs> hot sauce. Um, I, I really want Dustin Poirier to win. I really want Dustin Poirier to win. My my heart. In my actually my my brain is telling me Charles Oliveira is gonna get the W. Classic Nick take. Here we go. That's what my brain says. But I think uh, Dustin has the abilities and the and the the IQ, the fight IQ, and I feel like uh, he's gonna be able to withstand the flurries that Charles Oliveira throws on him, whether it's the kickboxing or the jiu-jitsu flurries. And I feel like Dustin. He's going to find himself in some tough spots, but he's going to be able to fight through it. And I feel like he's going to be able to finish Charles Oliveira in those exchanges. I feel like it's going to get really, he's going to get really close to being subbed. He's going to fight his way out and then, and then beat. I don't know if he subs him, but I think he uh, TKOs Charles Oliveira. There you guys go. You got another heart and brain pick from Nick. Yo, who do you have? Heart. No, I go last. Alex. No, no, I'm going last this one. Alex, I don't go. No, you don't, you're going to miss your pick out if you don't go now because you do this or that's what I was trying to do earlier. Bro, why uh, didn't you bring that out while we were there? I wanted to try that. Dude, I put some in the food you tried, the chicken wings. All right. So oh, look, look Vince, he turned his camera off because he doesn't respect you. 
Also, Black Friday <laughs> last week, you idiot. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. For like what Vincent was saying, right, about men's warehouse, which that's not, I mean, that's a cheap spot anyway, so he's probably not spending too much money. True. You know what? True. Good point, Alex. Continue. Here's the thing with this. Men's warehouse. Oliveira, ben had money. Okay? Yep. Y'all forget he was on a like eleven fight win streak, all submissions or whatever. Right? I don't think. Oh, okay, he has it too. Oh shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you know he's had submission after submission. He's had a lot of fucking bonuses and all that shit, right? So he has money. I don't think this whole money thing is changing. I think he's been about. You know, he had those fake ass white teeth like four or five the veneers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I love everybody knows I love Dustin Poirier. Do you though? Because this take is about this is taking heart, a weird turn. Bro. Especially when he was fucking up Conor McGregor. Oh my god, I could watch that every single day. But I think people <laughs> jerks on Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira is big. Dustin Poirier, last time he fought somebody that got him in a position where they could, could submit him. He got submitted, aka number one Habib. Um I think that's how Oliveira showed how strong his grappling is while he out wrestled and just manhandled Tony Ferguson. He has really clean striking. I honestly think he's gonna submit Dustin Poirier within like within three rounds. So I have Charles Oliveira winning this fight. All right, here's my pick. I'm gonna keep it easy. Hasbulo says Poirier. So your boy goes poor, yeah. We're done. <laughs> so I'm the only Charles. Okay. Okay. I've also never heard another man make fun of Men's Warehouse so much. Jesus, Alex. People have well, to shop I, there. What's wrong with you? You did. You attacked Men's Warehouse. They're a sponsor of the show. Relax. I just said it's a cheaper. It's not expensive. Whoa. Hey, whoa. whoa. A sponsor whoa. of the show. They're like an outlet store for cheap-ass suits. Whoa. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. There's some expensive stuff at Men's Warehouse. Hey, man. but you're going to like the way you look. <laughs> and that's actually their slogan it's a cheap place but you're gonna like the way hey their slogans you might like how you look fool, but like <laughs> but like be careful uh all right guys let's keep this next one quick amanda nunez juliana Pena, who's deserving of this uh who do you guys got alex go first nunez vincent go and yeah whoa nick go um got nunez all right, and I'm going to go with uh, – nah, I'm not stupid. I'm going to go Nunez. Uh, Vincent, really yes. quick while we – go ahead, really quick. Give us your quick take on that, you dummy. I, I don't know why. It's something like biological. It's like deep ingrained into the DNA. I don't – I just – I don't like Amanda Nunez. I don't know why. It's not an act. It's not a bit. I just see her on the screen, and I just I, – I, I don't know. But I, you see like someone like uh, – like Benya or like who's who, which one's uh Alex's girl, the other Brazilian? Ibas. Yes, you these these happy ones. It's like I want to root for you. Like I don't I didn't even know she was a fighter yet. She could have been like the next Megan Olivia. You just see her on the screen and you just want to root for her. I saw Amanda Nunes and it was just like Oh, she a fighter. Like I want to fight her. I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I just I don't know what it is. And she seems yeah. like the nicest person. I, I, I don't know. You just hate her face. I think it's because probably uh, I never understood what people meant when they say you got a. Have you ever heard someone say you you have a punchable face to anybody? I never yeah. understood that till I saw Nunez, and then I was like, but I think 
maybe in the back of my mind, the reason I don't like her is because she robbed my girl Valentina twice. That uh, might be why. Uh, there we go. I changed my pick. Juliana Pena. Let's go, baby. <laughs> if I have oh, to pinpoint baby. it. <laughs> there we go. Hey, I think Pena is going to give her a good fight, though. She's tough. She's hey, tough. hey, Nick, what is your heart think, saying? What does your brain say? I think I think, I think Amanda Nunes, but I, I could also say that Juliana Pena is going to put up a good challenge. <laughs> I think um I think uh what's it called uh Nunes smashes her in the first round very easy honestly all opinion. right that is a that's not a popular take all right guys uh Jeff Neal versus Ponzinibbio let's do a quick pick pick on this Nick we're going reverse what do you got I think I'm gonna go with Ponzinibbio because Jeff Neal just got arrested true <laughs> that is fact Vincent what do you got I'm gonna go with uh Neil because I feel like um, getting he's out got arrested because <laughs> he got arrested yeah, exactly because exactly, I feel like he's probably facing much comp harder competition in there right now that he's gonna be out and be like oh there's rules and stuff here there's a ref like this is easy no one so, yeah. but fuck me I'm gonna win this <laughs> Alex what you got yeah I got Jeff Neil I think Tom Ponzinibbio just took too much time off he got knocked out by Lee Jing Liang Jeff Neil's a technical exactly. striker exactly. I think he's gonna knock him out yeah, Nick's really wrong on this one, guys. Sorry about that pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jeff Neal. All right, guys. I like this next spot. We got a 125 with Kai Kara France versus Cody Garbante. Ooh, Alex, you go first. Are you gonna represent our boy? So just do my take for me. Go ahead. All right. I hope and I pray. I think watching that Rob font fight against Cody Garbrandt, seeing how small he is, shows to me that he was undersized for the weight class. So, yeah, he got knocked out a couple times, but TJ's a big dude, so he's getting hit by big dudes. I think he's going to be more in his natural weight class right here. And if he can just if he can eat shots here, he's going to be the fucking champ of 125. He has everything to be the champ. I have Cody Garbrandt winning by fucking knockout because I think that power is going to transfer down into the weight class he's actually supposed to be in. Nice. I like that pick. Vance, you're rubbing your chin. You're thinking. You're feeling it out. You were talking earlier about your testosterone, how it has weird hormone growth on your face. Uh, what do you think? I um, I want to root against Garbrandt because of his impressive uh, beard. But uh, <laughs> w w there's two ways that I'm thinking about it. Either France is going to be like offended of, of this bigger guy coming down into his weight class to try to make an example out of him. So he's going to uh, unload on him. Or um, Cody Garbrandt uh, is so frustrated with all his failings from uh the weight class that he's been in that he's going to try to come in and uh <sighs> see i haven't seen enough of france I don't, I don't even know what his specialty is i i feel like i have to lean towards garbrandt i he he was he was champ he was much more impressive at a time uh than he has been lately uh and i think maybe if he transfers that to smaller guys then it could be more effective than where he's been I don't have the best things to say about him. I mean, that's like the, the most positive thing I could think of. So I think Garbrandt, smaller guy. So maybe you have a chance, Garbrandt. That's like what I'm saying, basically. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Nick, what do you got? Does CKB finally get a win or what? What's going on here? At first, you know, I thought Cody Garbrandt was going to be able to walk through Kai Car France, but I don't uh -oh. know, man. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't know. Brain Give us the brain and heart. Know. Let's go. Give us the brain and heart, baby. Uh, I think no, I think I'm still going to go with Cody. I just he he's he's so he's so good he's so good at 135. His hands are so fast. He just has to. Uh, I think his biggest obstacle is his is his uh, 
is his mind a little bit. I think, uh, I think when mind. things, I think when things aren't landing for him, it's really hard for him to get things going for himself. So, um, but I think Kai Car France is going to bring the fight to him, which is a Cody Garbrandt fight. And I think that's more in Cody's favor, just the power and him cutting to 125. I, I, I don't think 125 cut is going to be an issue for him because I don't think he cuts, he doesn't cut at all to make 135. It's, he seems like he's ready on weight in the last picture that we saw of him. So I think he's going to do a good job of making weight. And uh, I think he's going to have a good performance. So I think Cody. I'm going to stick with Cody too. Uh, ditto what Alex said. Nick. Uh, all right, guys. We got our bantamweight fight. We got Paiva versus Sean O'Malley. Paiva coming off a three-fight win streak right now. Looking pretty good. Sean O'Malley uh, is Sean O'Malley. You know? He's just Sean O'Malley. Take it or leave it. Uh, Nick, we'll start with you in reverse order. What do you got? You know what? I'm kind of leaning towards uh, Pavia. I think I'm leaning towards him. I think like, dude, he took a fucking beating from uh, what's Kyler his name? Phillips? Kyler Phillips. Yeah. He took a beating from him and came back and did a really good job of staying in his face and, and beating Kyler. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought that fight was so close to being finished. He, he's training out of Team Alpha Male, so, you know, he's really scrappy. He has a really good grappling game. Uh, but now his stand-up is looking really tight, too. So, I... Don't be surprised if you see Sean O'Malley get submitted, I think. Ooh, Vincent. What do you think? I got to go with Paiva. Paiva. Uh, you, if you, you have a podcast, you you can't win. You can't be a fighter with the podcast. <laughs> so that's it. It's just automatic by default. As He's following the Brendan Shaw blueprint. You got the thick boy. O'Malley's going to be the thin boy with the three ends. Like, Damn. he knows his path already. He already carved it out. And now it's like, it, it seems like at this point, he's fighting to get traffic to his podcast. So I think, I mean, if that works for him, he could do like one of those career things like Cowboy or whoever, where, I mean, it's cool. It's a paycheck. You're not lying to anybody. You're not acting like you're trying to get a title or anything. You just show up, you do your job, you collect your money. And then you buy some new microphones or a new mixer or whatever for your show. I think like that's us. what his priority is right now. <laughs> oh, wow. What a hot take. That sounds like a YouTube short. Calling out Thick Boy and Thin Boy. Interesting. Uh, Alex, you look like you're posing for a Sears model catalog uh, with your arm up. What do, you, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Paiva is a, is a dog, bro. He's tough. Um, woof, woof. Woof, woof. Woof, and I just Damn. think that okay. he, Sean O'Malley's good, obviously. You can't take it away from him, his striking. But when he gets any adversity, he breaks. And we've seen it multiple times. So I think Paul, uh, Paiva is going to be tough. I think you're going to see those low kicks. I think you're going to see, like what Nick said, a grappling exchange. And Paiva is going to beat him up on the floor and submit him. This is why you guys are all wrong really quick. <laughs> um, I think you guys are forgetting. Who He's has not going to go on the podcast, bro. You guys are forgetting. This guy was playing basketball while fighting in his last fight. <laughs> I'm going to go Sean O'Malley. I'm going to go Sean exactly. O'Malley. <laughs> I've never seen anyone play two, like a sport while trying to fight. If he comes out and starts boiling like pins like at Paiva, game over. <laughs> Paiva's going to be so confused. I'm going Sugar Sean O'Malley. You guys don't believe him. He's going to be a star. Just pay him his money so he can fight top-ranked fighters. That's all this is. You guys don't know anything. 
anything. I love that guy. He's on time for anything he does. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, this might be a hot take, but I think Pavia has a has a he's fought tougher I fighters than Sean O'Malley. I feel like he has a tougher resume. Tyler I feel Phillips, like if, I think beats up Sean O'Malley. That's what I think, too, dude. I think Sean O'Malley gets beat up by by dude, Kyler. Chris Mutino beats up Paiva no. any day of the week. Dude. You're right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you lick your lips one more time and agree with me. I like when you do that. Do more of that. On this show. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's move on really quick. Any shout outs in the prelims? There's a bunch of fights to shout out there. Josh Emmett coming back. We thought he was gone for like 30 years. Uh, Dominic Cruz, obviously. Dan Ige, Pedro Munoz. <laughs> oh. Augusto. Man, this is a stacked yeah. card. You already know. Dude, the I'm prelims. Out, the bro. prelims, I thought was a regular fight card. Dude, tie to a boss. There you go, Alex. Talk about tie to a boss. Boy, fucking tie. If he wins this fight, we all doing shoeies, bro. Let's go. All doing shoeies off of my sweaty, hot leather Birkenstocks that I never wear socks Uh, in. Oh, I'm good. Uh, Nick, uh, what what shout out do you want to do for this prelim? I like. You can't go wrong with Dom Cruz, Danny Gay, Josh Emmett. That goes without being said. But I like a little sleeper fight, which is Randy Costa. Okay. And Tony Kelly. Yep. I'll, I, dude, Randy Costa, I know he lost to uh, Adrian, Yanez. Adrian Yanez. But Randy Costa, is, I think he's a prospect. He's so good. His boxing is getting better and better. I think that's going to be a fun fight. And then also Ryan Hall, Derek Miner, and one more, I'm going to be greedy. It's Alex Perez and Matt Schnell. That's gonna be, those are all really good fights. Wow. Uh, Vincent, do you want to do a shout out or did Nick say every single fight already? <laughs> uh, I, w- I was going to say Ryan Hall. I agree. I, I want to see him come back. I disagree. Was- Actually, sad. change it back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was sad seeing him get knocked you got out it. last you got time. It. <laughs> Thank you. He rolled around a little too much and it, it just didn't go his way. I'd like him to, I don't know. Try. I know he's going to just roll around again, but I hope it works this time. Yeah, I think it uh, will. I think it will. Uh, I just want to shout out Josh Emmett. We already said Dan Ike is going to be a barn burner. And also Ryan Hall, too, man. Let this guy be champion for one year. Just let him be champion <laughs> for one year. He's fun. He's a fun guy. Uh, guys, those are our picks. I hope those help you a bunch uh, with the brain and the heart. Shout out to Nick. That was sponsored by Nick. Um, <laughs> really enjoyed the show, Vincent. We really enjoyed having you here. It's always fun when you're here. Uh, I really wish you would just, you know. Just fly down here. Just find some reason to work. Bro, I feel like when we all get together for the first time, we're reenacting the Habib photo with all of us in the bath with bubbles. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Gil has a bathtub, too. A nice one. Can you, can you pull that up for <laughs> the way you said that? Oh, nice one, bro. That's a nice I've been waiting bathtub. for a reason. Um, but, yes, yeah, so you can follow Alex at LiftGod. Uh, you can follow Nick at Nick the Ear. Get your programming there. And, uh Get your programming. I'm guys, I'm restarting my program with Nick's um stuff. I'm just doing it tomorrow morning. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm gonna get shredded. Nick's gonna be like Better. eat more protein or quadruple your body weight. Uh four Vince, times. Where can we follow you? Uh just look me up on YouTube. That's where That's I want us. to be. <laughs> just us four right here, right in the middle. It'll be us four. Dude, Habib yeah. looks skinny as hell. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I want to be Islam in that. Sorry. Yeah, weren't we just like that? Yeah. Um, all right, guys, that's our show. We love you very much. Alex, hit me with that outro music. Uh, if you guys want to follow us, you can do it at We Out Here MMA on the Instagram. Um, I think there's also Twitter. Alex uh, handles all that. So if you hear anyone talking um, very urbanish, it's not me or Nick. It's definitely Alex. 
Crank that. Why is that so quiet? Welcome to the We Out Here MMA Not Podcast, but show. Yeah, we talk the things that you probably didn't know. When we take it, these the places that you probably shouldn't go. Living in this MMA lifestyle.